1: Well, I was thinking about social media, uh-huh. as one does, and like the like pondering the pyramid of um of it, and like yeah. the differences between them, totally. and my investment in them, yeah, and how I'm invested in them,
0: yeah, and how I use them differently. So
1: Facebook is I like will only post like big time stuff, that, yeah, like you know, I booked this thing or look at my new headshot or like Mm -hmm. actor things, like things I want my mom's friends to be like, Brooke is amazing. (laughs) Or like maybe like a friend of a friend because on Facebook, like friends of friends can see things. Instagram is like the most curated version of myself. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, I'm most, (laughs) I'm most invested in the success rate of those posts. Whereas like Facebook, I'm kind of just like, and Twitter is just like my stream of consciousness mm-hmm. while I'm having a, a moment.
0: Yep. Makes sense. Twitter for me is a little bit more on par with Instagram, and it, but in a different way.
1: Yeah. Oh, no. There is no like editing. when I Well, and then I'll find that and I'll like get two likes on it and I'll realize I like misused your. Oh, God. I hate doing that. And then, but now you can copy and paste on Twitter and you couldn't before. Oh, yeah we're millennials did you know i know yo (laughs) yo bridget
0: yo brooke (laughs) what up
1: (laughs) sup um what's kicking we're we're doing a,
0: a rare monday record it's not that rare no but we always say tuesdays and sundays so now i feel like anything else is rare
1: everything else everything is rare well be a unicorn. Have you watched The Incredible Jessica James yet? I haven't, but I hear it's amazing. It's I watched it last night. I did a lot yesterday and yeah, today. Yeah,
0: you've had quite the. Oh no! Hours. Yes,
1: yeah. Well, Saturday, I. What did I? I do in the morning. Did oh, you go to class? Well, I Facetimed with our friend, who lives across the world. Yes, always good that time difference. And then I went to Flywheel and did a Showtunes ride. And cried on the bike. Yep. <laughs> As Brooke does. You guys, nothing makes me happier than when musical theater is played during a flywheel ride. Exact quote. I got chills. I got chills started and crying. started crying because like that, like build Well, the wizard and I is just an amazing song to work out too. It has a beautiful build. And then it like you, I've, I used to sprint to it. Mm. It's like a good, whatever. Come for me. Um, but that's what she said. Did she come for me? Oh, <laughs> I, I guess she did. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I was supposed to go hang out with someone, but I've been, like, feeling, I've been, like, I guess we're opening up the podcast. Yeah, hello. I, I've just been, like, in, like, a not, I've been, like, sort of, like, low-key depressive for, like, a month, and I've just been wanting to, like, isolate. Yeah. And, like, rather than try to fight that and just be miserable with this friend, I was, like, I was honest. I was very proud of myself for being like, yo, I'm not feeling well. And like, this won't be fun for either of us. And then you had like such a productive time with yourself. Well, on Saturday night, I smoked and watched Descendants 2. And then I watched Sherlock. I started catching up on Sherlock. I didn't realize I had. Well, the Christmas special last year and then the new season this year. So I I haven't watched
0: any of this year's season.
1: It's so good. It's the one thing I'll watch.
0: Benedict Cumberbandon. <laughs> that is not his name. I know. Do you not like him? Um, first of all, I meant Cumberbund, which I only just realized is not how you say that. It's Cumberbatch. No, I know his last name, but the thing I'm talking about, the thing that's oh. on a tuxedo is Cumberbund.
1: <laughs> I was into Cumberbund. <laughs>
0: Thanks. That's also works. Cucumber <laughs> boy, whatever it is. Why don't, you, li- why don't you like he him? He looks like an an alien worm to me. Also apparently he's just not a good dude.
1: Really? But he can't say penguin. <laughs>
0: well, that makes up for all of that. Did it you then. see
1: it that interview? No. No, you wouldn't. He had to do a documentary for Disney not Disney, for some like documentary about mm-hmm. penguins or about like some place where penguins live. And he would say penguins. Like he was like <laughs> 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 And he was like there are a they lot of do a whole documentary penguins like there's like a he said he's like there's a lot of people that have to approve this and nobody said anything about it. Like he didn't realize. He and they played saying. it. Yeah. If you watch the documentary. It's, Wait, that's hilarious. It's really funny.
0: <laughs> Truly. The funniest thing is that so many people let that happen.
1: So many people let that happen. <laughs> Everyone was just afraid to be the one to open their mouth and say it. I guess. Maybe because he's not a good dude. But now he's in the Disney Madagascar Penguins movie.
0: <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> I wonder if I'll stick to it for old time's sake.
1: Okay. Well, I watched Sherlock and I, while I was watching, oh, and I watched this, I watched a lot of television, but while I was so doing this, I. I, um, I put myself in a full face of makeup and then I Oh took gosh, you just showed
0: me the photo. Guys, it looks unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> my jaw literally
1: dropped. Um, and then I immediately took it off. I ate a bowl of cereal <laughs> yep. and I went and watched Friends in my bed and fell asleep. What a perfect night. It was amazing. And then I worked Sunday morning. I don't know why I'm giving you like full (laughs) details of my weekend. I love it. Um, Bridget, what did you do? What did I do? Oh my God. We didn't talk about the like most important thing that I did this weekend. Sorry to make it about me again. (laughs) Which is got a couple's massage with you. Oh yeah. Brooke and I got a couple's (laughs) massage on Friday.
0: You might remember we talked about it at one point because I got it for her for her birthday because she got me these like incredible manicures um and it was it was such an adventure well first of all it was a groupon which was amazing because i you know groupon is genius because it lets you do like fancy things for (laughs) sort of affordable prices on a budget and this place's address and website and google maps also the same address which was actually in our friend's work building but we met there and we went upstairs in Times square Square, and we were like okay well we'll see what this is we went upstairs and it was just empty (laughs) there was like the front desk it looked like it it looked like what a spa yeah like the the husk of a spa (laughs) Brooke and i were like oh man did we get scammed and then we called and then they were downtown they weren't that far from us luckily we were very efficient
1: Mm -hmm. but um then we got there and it was (laughs) the best it was a room with, like, two beds and just, like, fake rose petals for days. Um, and the whole time they played <laughs> just, like, 90s and early 2000s R&B. Yeah, like, slow, like jams. slow jams. And, and like, it, l-
0: it was amazing. It was really, really And then these two, in. like, lovely women just went to town.
1: Well. Kinda. They got very close to my vagina. <laughs> Mine, too. I was kind of like, alright. I was like. You know, it's a couples massage. I said I've never
0: was... had a massage before, no less like a full body massage. And I was like, whew, we're in it. They're the best. That was great. Um,
1: anyway. Hi, Bridget. Hi, Brooke. Um, hi, everybody. Welcome to Splat. The podcast. Where me, Brooke. And me, Bridget. Talk about sex in the city. 10 years younger. And 20 years later. Boom. Boom.
0: Um. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Splat, everyone. We're so glad you're here. No, I
1: don't know. What to say. <laughs> How was your weekend?
0: <laughs> oh, and we're back. My <laughs> weekend was great. Um, I got a couples massage with you on Friday, and then we had a lovely hangout because we had a friend in town for twenty four hours, and it was a perfect evening full of. Games. games and alcohol. Bridget and I are very different when we play <laughs> games. <laughs> I can get like that. It just depends on the game and I, like the setting. Especially
1: celebrity. I scream. I just get screamy. Broke is, yeah, but like just competitive, not, you know? But it's not mean. No. I just, I'm emphatic. Intense. But it was a great game. It was very fun. It was really fun. And Bridget's amazing at charades. Oh, <laughs> thank you.
0: Thank you. I just really went for it. Um, I was dog-sitting on the Upper West Side, which was amazing because I had a lovely little dog and an air-conditioned apartment. And I kind of purposefully made no real plans this weekend. And Saturday, I just hung out with the dog on the couch all day. Also, I my boss assigned me that I needed to watch Wonder Woman this weekend. <laughs> and I did. And it was great. I um, was just going to, like, find it you know on iTunes or something but it was only for pre-sale and um, I managed to very easily find an actual stream on the internet which I could not believe I'm sure it would have been sorry to the forces that be (laughs) I do pay for movie tickets Um, I am sure it would have been even more intense in a theater you know I didn't see it well, at I'm some sure point, it'll definitely, on, yeah, right? and you have a nice big TV, which helps, but even so, I, like, had goosebumps during a lot of it, so that was fun, but I just watched so much TV and so much Food Network and mm. Say Yes to the Dress.
1: Oh, I love Say Yes to the Dress. Me too,
0: and I watch it, like. Only when I'm dog sitting somewhere that has cable, you know, yeah. and it's the best because you just don't have to do anything. And I ate food and I oh, you ate food. That's good. I went to this amazing. Wow. You guys are getting so <laughs> literally just play by plays of our lives. Uh, I went to this amazing bar for a going away party for my friend Maddie this weekend in Brooklyn in Gowanus called um,
1: I like Gowanus
0: yeah it's kind of hard to get to but it's great because everything is like spread out and mm-hmm. this place is called pig beach and it's like outdoor and open and are they basically pigs? well they it's barbecue and a bar and there are every there's like two big outside bars and then a place where you just go order your barbecue mm-hmm. and then and it's just there's so much space and it's beautiful and it's really fun and then sunday i did pretty much more hanging out mm-hmm. you and i were gonna record and then we're recording now yeah we're recording now it was okay i had to do i did my laundry Oh, me too, actually. And I hung out with my roommates, which was
1: really nice. I was on the reserve underwear. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I know how that goes. Um, you just get to that point sometimes. Um, You guys, my brothers in the Harry Potter play. Oh! <laughs> Uh, it got announced already. finally. <laughs> oh my god! He's moving to New York, and we're gonna be roommates. We're gonna bit a bit dog bit and he's gonna be on Broadway. <laughs> it's all fucking happening. I've known for a very long time, and um,
0: you really did a pretty amazing job of keeping the secret.
1: Hashtag keep the secret. I'm so excited. Um, he's gonna be on the podcast soon. We can't wait. It's gonna be a kooky episode whenever that is also just like welcome to the world of having a sibling
0: live in new york with you thank you thank you happy the to best. be here i like kooky middle cancer i know um siblings i know will be our roommates i
1: will be our roommates um shall we talk about what we're here to talk about i guess
0: we were gonna get to that point eventually um let's do it let's do it let's do this and it at the same time so let's do that Let's do is. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Um, Are you ready for us to mumble our way through? Beep boop. Um, Yeah, I am. This is an episode that is fantastically titled Old Dog, New Dicks, which is an amazing name.
1: Fun fact, when it's syndicated, it is called Old Dog, New Tricks." Wow, that's so lovely and boring. On the Wikipedia for the list of Sex and City episodes, which I visit more often than most people, I'm sure, Mm -hmm. um, there'll be like a slash if there's like a change in name due to syndication syndication because you can't say dicks apparently on on e maybe on e but not on tbs oh well that's maybe not surprising but kind of surprising kind of all right Shall we just hop in? Let's hop in. Splish splash, I was taking a <laughs> bath. That. that was me hopping in. Da, 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 da. Um,
0: I was thinking in this opening scene in which Carrie talks about how New York is full of beautiful women, what the breakdown for this looked
1: like. Oh, I was like... <laughs> character breakdown. I'm ready to pause it already. Also, they're on Christopher Street. I was there yes, yesterday. I love that But spot. like this catcalling business... Yeah, it's really ridiculous. It's so real,
0: I think. It's, well, that's kind of why it's so ridiculous because you're like, Yup.
1: It's just like the women. Just, what they don't portray is like how horrible it feels to be the woman. Right. They when, just look beautiful. Like they're just Louvre. like ha ha ha. That man almost got hit by a cab because he was staring at a beautiful woman. And this like dumbass too. He's like staring at her and he steps directly
0: in front of a cab and then smashes his briefcase on it. But like, like it's its can, fault. Like it's it's
1: fault. Like it's the cab's fault. You can feel. You can feel when someone's catcalling you. It's like yes. my lease. There was a time when I had to take the uh the B or the A. So I walked from 145th and Broadway to 145th and St Nicholas, which is like two and a half avenues, mm-hmm. and I got catcalled eight times. Jeez. And it was. That's a little much. I just was like, I I felt like. Yeah. I wrote a poem about it. I feel very seen when that happens just in like a way you didn't Seen and want. not seen, and yeah. just like.
0: Occasionally it happens, and someone will just say like a nice comment in passing, and I'm like. It doesn't make me feel that way, you know, like I don't, yeah. I don't mind it, but 98% of the time, the best cat call I've ever, <laughs> ever witnessed, um, was the summer I lived here in Washington Heights with my sister, also Mara, we walked by this guy and he said to my sister who has like very nice teeth, um, sure. that she put some work into, you know, and they're like beautiful. And he said, girl, you must gargle with bleach cause you got the flyest mouth. <laughs> And it was like the best possible. <laughs> I mean, that's amazing. I love
1: that. Yeah. Um, like a couple of months ago, I was walking in like Flatiron, and um, I was with my friend, and these guys were driving a truck and like yelled something at us. And honestly, without thinking, I just like turned and flipped <laughs> them off. Like there was not a second. moment. Yeah. There wasn't. I like I flipped them off, and they just turned around, and went "fuck you," and I was like "fuck you." And then I was just stood there aghast. (laughs) I was like, I couldn't believe that. Sometimes it's just, you just don't have it in you. It is amazing. Anyway, but the reason why this is being brought up is because Carrie is just beside herself. Because? Mr. Big won't stop looking at other women.
0: Which I feel like by the tone of your voice that you and I feel similarly (laughs) about this, which is also how Samantha feels. Which is like, dude, if your problem
1: is him just looking at other women,
0: if that's your biggest deal, like I originally
1: was like, wow, I wear what Carrie's wearing this like beautiful, like strapless, like spring dress Mm -hmm. and I'm obsessed with it. But I was like, how much of this, you know, series do we spend objectifying men? And like, not to say that we shouldn't and like, absolutely. Like let's fuck the patriarchy. But I just feel like Carrie is doing that thing. And Samantha does that thing where she's very old school in a weird way. Yes. Where it's like men are going to be men and like you can control their fashion, but you can't control their behavior. Um, right. Which kind of
0: stays through this whole episode. The thing that I agree with Samantha about, though, is that like, I don't know, to me, that's like not a huge deal. I mean, if you're like obviously checking someone out, you know, or doing what Big does later, which is not just no, no, no. he's looking guy. at other women. I don't know. Like I check people out sometimes. Like you also just say, like look you at You look at people and yeah. you're attracted. like
1: you can't help being attracted to something. Yeah.
0: I think if if you are that worried about someone else like looking at other people, it's maybe a sign of some deeper
1: it as anxious as Carrie is about it, you're like what is this? And Samantha's like, what are you going to do? And Carrie's like, well, I don't know, like subtly manipulate and cajole them into doing what I want. And it's like, <laughs> how's that been going so far, Carrie? Oh, right. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm Carrie. It goes so well for her in this episode, too. Doesn't it? But you guys.
0: Also, they they all just have to chill about farting. They're like talking. <sighs> Carrie's like, "Ugh, don't make me throw up. Talking about how men are just going to, like, fart their way through
1: life. It's like, <laughs> guys, you can't take it all so personally. Everybody farts their way through Come life. Come on. Uh, it's gas. It keeps you going. Boom, boom, boom. boom. boom, boom. Speaking of uh, Across town. change, which is something,
0: you know, we're back to, like, can you ever really change a man? Miranda is going through some changes. New apartment. New, uh, new Not new job. New Steve, who's the cutest cute I've ever seen
1: he's so cute he's like a little elf prince what the problem is and this
0: is actually a pretty real relationship problem to have is Uh that they are on totally opposite schedules so Steve
1: is a bartender Miranda is a lawyer which means he's often out
0: until two if not later and she has to be up at seven every morning
1: yeah and it's really cute she like really wants to be um, she
0: waited up for him Well, she was sleeping on the couch waiting for him
1: and then yeah and he just like he just like wants to talk to her, and she falls asleep. But he's like a little smirk at he's her. So
0: cute about. I'm like, all right. He's he like kissed her f- on the foot, you know, which is such a cute,
1: intimate like thing to do. Tony Award winner Cynthia Nixon falls asleep in a the, the very very beautiful way, <laughs> like slow mo, just, just like amazing eye- sleep shutter. acting. Tony Award winner Cynthia yeah. Nixon.
0: But then he's so he's so not mad. She's
1: asleep, and they wake up all like the best kind of like cuddled up and. One time I woke up, I had been holding hand. Like we, oh like, I was like in another, like we weren't like spooning, but we were like in our, we were like both sleeping on our stomachs, but like had been holding oh. hands. And I was like, that's kind of the best version. Cause then you're not like I know. on someone else's I'm body. not someone who can sleep. We've talked about this before, yeah, but have. like, I'm not someone who can sleep. It, it's too sweaty. It's yeah, too it hot. Also, heartbeats freak me out. Oh, really? I'm like, it throws off my circadian mm. rhythm. I'm all I'm thinking (laughs) about is your your the tempo of your heart. Mm, Fascinating. Um oh um so she wakes up
0: right up at seven. (laughs) This free spring Yeah, it's really funny. At seven AM she
1: she wakes right up and Steve is trying to The only thing Miranda liked inside her in the mornings was the cup of takeout coffee she drank on the way to the subway. Oh. Oh Miranda doesn't really like morning sex.
0: Right. And she's just like they're, they're on very different schedules, which also I've dated a bartender
1: (laughs) and it inconvenient partially because like
0: they work on the weekends and evenings, which is when you want to hang out. Yeah.
1: But, um, even when like, well, during, I remember during college, (laughs) it was also nice though, because then he could give me a ride home after work
0: waiting. (laughs) Like I would
1: like go home and like Fucking acapella wouldn't start until like 10 p.m. and so I'd have to like wait Mm -hmm. up. Like that would happen, I'd be asleep and I'd be like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) but I was like very happy to have the human, right? Um, Always. So Charlotte is seeing a guy who looks like a young Jack Nicholson. (laughs) Oh, I think he's a little hot. I couldn't tell. He's he's kind of funny, but he's kind of it's kind of off. I don't know something. Like he is cute, but he's the cute, but feared restaurant critic, which is funny. I've been rewatching friends and like, that's an episode with a a restaurant critic too. I bet it's a New York trope. I feel like to date a restaurant critic.
0: Well, he has a patented five whisk system. (laughs) And at one point he tells her she's a five whisk girl for rating meals. That's what he does. But I can't wait to talk about this with you, Brooke. (laughs) (laughs) The crux of this issue is that Charlotte reaches down and realizes he's uncircumcised (laughs) and she can't get over it. And she's
1: like. They're, okay, we can we can go into this before okay. we talk about it. So, so we don't even really see much until... Because they just go right to brunch. So we get into our brunch where we're talking about the issue of the episode, which for Charlotte, you know, the, the A plot is can a man change? Mm-hmm. Why does the woman have to change? So Miranda, you know, is changing her schedule for Steve. Which Carrie she's complaining about in this conversation Carrie too. Carrie is like big, is looking at women. I have to change him because I'm, I can't be happy. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and... You know, the beef funny plot, Charlotte's funny, sexy plot. Is that she can't have sex with this man.
0: She calls it, she says it's like a Sharpei.
1: A. a little dog. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and it <laughs> makes its own carrying case. And Samantha... Personally, I
0: love an uncircumcised dick. It's like a Tootsie Pop. Hard on the outside
1: with a delicious surprise inside.
0: Which is funny because it's not hard on the outside.
1: And Child's like, (laughs) it's not hard on the (laughs) outside. Well, that's what she says. I know, I know, I know. But apparently, 85% of men are are not circumcised.
0: Which I was thinking about because that seems very surprising to you and me, as it is to all of them. But I think it's partially a Western thing. Uh huh. Because, yeah, because Ireland was a different story, your experiences with. So. I want to say something really fast. When Charlotte was hooking up with um, the guy for the first time, she said, let's make love, which I I laughed and wrote. That's the most Charlotte thing of all time. And then a few minutes later during this conversation about dicks, Carrie's like, you've never seen an uncircumcised dick. And Charlotte goes, I'm from Connecticut. And I was like, nope, that's the most Charlotte line of all time.
1: I went to Smith. It's like she always has those like waspy white girl things that like – keep her in her waspy white girl bubble that's very funny okay so so if you remember i think we talked a little bit about this as it was happening but um i went on a few dates with a very nice british man boy guy um (laughs) and he was very nice and we had some casual sex and i was very deterred by the fact that he was uncircumcised I was like, this is crazy. We had several conversations about I it. I was like, I can't. We had another date. Sorry, I don't want to <laughs> disclose to my father how um, many times I wait before I have sex with someone. We went on the next date. Oh, he just emailed me.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> Hi,
1: Dad. Um, He... So after the the date, after we had sex, I was like very like, I can't, I don't want to sleep with you. And then the, the next date again, I was like, I don't want to sleep with you. You charlotted. I freaked out because he was uncircumcised. Fine. And so my f- former lover was around <laughs> and he and I are still very good friends. Um, And really I were like talking about this and with our couple of our other friends and he God, this is so
0: funny. <laughs> and I was
1: like, there's also this like one thing that I just like, I can't really seem to get past. And our other friend who was with us was like, oh, is the uncircumcised thing? Did S- you say I've never seen one before? I was just like, I just can't get over it. Like, I don't, I don't think I could, I can't sleep with him because he's uncircumcised. Like, I don't think I said I'd never seen one before. I may have. Right. Um, Either way. And codenamed Cynthia Nixon. This old lover of Brooks. The old lover Cynthia Nixon was like brook and i was like what and he looked at me and like leaned in and said my name again more sternly and i was like oh my god <laughs> like i had no idea that, oh, that this person was uncircumcised um and so i realized at that moment that both it is not a deal breaker as it should not be um and that i just didn't like this guy <laughs> so funny i was so embarrassed and like it's truly a testament to my like friendship with this former lover that like that we're able For to like lover. discuss this yeah. i hate that i'm referring to it this way well we
0: committed to it um lover. anyway Which is a fine. good story and the first thing i thought of when i watched this
1: episode yes i so fun fact i cannot tell when a penis is uncircumcised <laughs> yeah or if you just didn't realize or didn't remember or <laughs> I just, any version it never of it is came funny. up. yeah is crazy i was so embarrassed anyway across town and time and space across town my next note is god big is a dick
0: god speaking of dicks <laughs> Mr. Yes. Big, old dog same dick honestly. old dicks
1: old dicks
0: he um is smoking us well so first they're in a restaurant and a waitress or cook, woman walks by for no reason at all mm-hmm. and a woman walked by and he like audibly audibly that is not what I mean but I'm sticking to it because it kind of makes sense he audibly checks her out you know where it's he's not just passing glance noticeably and then the woman comes over and is like she works at the restaurant I'm sorry you can't smoke at the table and he gives her really you're absolutely positively sure about that because I checked the zoning on this particular table and I'm pretty sure this table's in a cigar friendly zone
1: Well, I don't mind, but it's for the other patrons.
0: You mean if those five patrons don't mind, it's okay with you?
1: So he goes around and is like, I'm being executed. Do you mind if I smoke this cigar? It's my last night on earth. And it's kind of just like, ew. Yeah, it's so smarmy and it's so controlling. And then he's like, you know what? I'm
0: going to buy everyone in here a drink. And so people applaud. And Carrie in her head, and the waitress like laughs and walks away. And Carrie in her head is like, i i actually hate the cigars she says yeah and not only that she hates him checking women out and that's like the real crux of the issue that of course she's not going to be straightforward about and they kind of had this have this weird back and forth like every weird back and forth they have and then it cuts to them out on the street yeah
1: and she wonders and like, carrie's actually upset because he checked out the waitress right and then he checks out like a woman Naomi Campbell yeah literally I could be in like a leather dominatrix outfit because I guess they're in the village and Carrie like loses it a
0: little bit like she does but she does a silly thing and says instead of please don't check women out she says I hate that cigar so he chucks it away but um I also had this moment where I was like she talks she wonders to herself if about change or or if you get to a point, if the, if she's getting to that point in every relationship where all the things that you loved about them become things you hated. And I'm like, that's or a real question. Things but- about
1: the liabilities. They become liabilities. Right. After this like, whole big shenanigans with Big and the patrons, Carrie's like, you're kind of arrogant. And he says, and- I thought that's what you loved
0: about me. Yeah. But here's the thing. Aside from that, what it made me think was that that would be so much more like believable if I knew any of the other things that they supposedly love about each other. Mm-hmm. Cause this whole episode, I kept thinking like I've seen them be happy on, on screen like twice ever. Yeah. There's all this strife around it. And she's talking about like when those things become liabilities and I'm like, I don't know what any of those things are <laughs> except apparently you love his arrogance. Yeah, you know?
1: well, because it's that, you know, arrogance is sexy. I froze frame, froze frame? Right down her cleavage. You're welcome. Sweet cleave. Killing Sweet. it. And her, like, bulging triceps. She wants to know if
0: she's banging her head against the wall. <laughs> Brooke just kicked her keyboard. <laughs> um, thinking that she could get big to stop and notice her, which is such a sad thing for this point in a I relationship. Wrote- Carrie, just say how you're goddamn feeling. (laughs) Yeah. We do these interviews with randos where it's like a woman who's like, I like to, I, you know, I want to change my men. So I fooled around with his best friend and now he pays attention to me. And the woman demanding changes of man and then a man talking about a woman demanding change of him. Like what the guy misses is that he's not, there's a compromise, you know, like rather than he won't ever change at all. He just gets a new girlfriend, you know, like. Real relationships are somewhere in the middle, obviously. Have you ever felt the pressure
1: to change for a relationship? I Mm -hmm. think.
0: Definitely. I maybe not change my, my personality inherently, but like morph into the cool girl sometimes. And we, I think we've talked about this briefly before, but like I'll sometimes get interested in something Mm -hmm. because of another person that I wouldn't be necessarily otherwise, but like I won't stick with it or put time into it if I don't find something in it I like, you know, yeah, I won't. Go that far, but I definitely do like lean into the things I know. You know, someone I'm into is into. I guess
1: I feel like I mean, Miranda's is makes more sense as like trying to like adjust the schedule to like accommodate yeah. the person that you're with. It doesn't feel like right. quite as much of a burden as like carry like. And I get her frustration as much as at moments you're like Miranda, just
0: because he's so cute. Yeah, like we love Steve, but like and we I, hate. That's Pig. a pretty valid thing that like she has a whole life and a routine. Yeah, and she's like allowed to have that, and they're navigating a tricky thing. But she shouldn't have to always give up the way she no, wants no, to do no. things, which Absolutely. is her complaint. Absolutely. Whereas with Carrie,
1: you're like. <laughs> girl what well it's are you doing it's like a, that was a big reason why my first relationship ended because mm-hmm. there were big yeah i get that changes in right the other person's life that like superseded the like work that needed to be put into a long-distance relationship mm-hmm. and it didn't feel worth it anymore yeah i've been getting real about this reason- i'm sort of just like whatever yeah, whatever i'm over it all now all of it i'm a grown-ass woman yeah <laughs> you is um Um, So a crazy, crazy, crazy thing happens. This is a crazy thing that happens. Yeah. The, um. Charlotte is on another date with, or uncircumcised Mike. Sort of cute guy. His
0: forehead is as big as mine, honestly,
1: so I can't He's got jowl-y lips.
0: Um, and he, this is an interesting conversation, but you're also
1: like, don't do it, dude. He's like, you're not the first person, like. You know, oh, because the Carrie's like, well, some people can change. So basically this guy is going to is tell Charlotte he's going to get circumcised as a grown-ass he's man. He's
0: like, look, I know you don't want me to come upstairs because you are uh, not about me being uncircumcised. And you're not the first girl who's done this. And like, I want my life to be better, my sex life to be better, my opportunities. So I'm going to do Which is it.
1: ironic because I've heard that it's actually more enjoyable for an uncircumcised man isn't it? cuz it's well the, it's yeah. more sensitive.
0: Well yeah, and it's just like it adds a whole other element kind of to play
1: with. Yeah. And it's you just know, more sensational. Uh, and she's she, he's like are you willing to wait for me? Well, it's a long healing process and Charlotte's like he's of like it'll course. be extremely painful. Yeah, so Charlotte's like
0: immediately this guy is, you know, doing this huge thing for her to her and so she's very into it.
1: Um I immediately thought of the concept of recircumcision, which is a thing um, Wowie. where men like There's an apparatus called the tugger, and you basically, like, tug on your dick to get extra skin, and then you pull it over the top, and you recreate the foreskin. There's, like, a whole movement about recircumcising. That sounds just as
0: awful, uh, if not more so, as adult circumcision. I
1: feel like adult circumcision sounds worse. I don't know,
0: to like take more skin and stretch it?
1: I mean, I don't have a penis. so I also I, don't. I can't. Anyone who has a penis, if you want uh, to write in. in uh, and um, which would be worse? Which would be worse? I getting recircumcised. I don't know if you even want to think about that. Snip, Ooh. snip, the babies. <laughs> <Or> <laughs> opposite snip, snip. Or tug, tug. <laughs> exactly. Would you? Are you more of a snip, snip or a tug, tug? <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I'm going to name my cats that when I get them
0: snip, snip and tug, tug. Well, so Saturday morning rolls around, and Carrie and Steve have like cute nope. Miranda, and Steve, <laughs> kill me. Miranda and Steve have a cute morning uh, romp in the sheets, and then he pulls her back into bed for um, a snuggle session. And Miranda's like, "How
1: long are we gonna be here for?"
0: <laughs> and I love that he doesn't freak out he, in any way. You know, he's just like, "Are you? Are you putting? Do you
1: need a time limit on cuddling?" <laughs> She's like, listen, I just like to have limits. Miranda, this is like the part of Miranda that people are like, Ugh, I'm a Miranda. Right. Because it's like, I can only cuddle for 30 cuddle for thirty minutes and then I have to go to my spin class. Yeah. And it's Saturday. So I like. So she has like dry cleaning and getting her nails she done. She gets her nails done every Saturday.
0: And he's like, that doesn't sound like much of a day off. And she's like, do you want to come get my dry cleaning with me? <laughs> so then she gets back in bed with him to snuggle.
1: He's so cute. How could you not? I know. Because he's like got a dweeby little face, but he's like a hot bod and he's strong.
0: I think his face is pretty cute too, honestly. And he's just so into her in the best way, in like
1: the realest way. And they don't do anything. She doesn't leave the bed for 12 hours. I know. And then the women do this thing that I just think is amazing and they go to a drag bar and play drag bingo. Bingo. And they all look ridiculous. Yeah, really ridiculous. Um... Like, so they're playing bingo. Miranda looks like um, the character from Scooby Doo, like a combination, <laughs> yeah. like all of the characters Velma. of Scooby Doo. Oh, no. She up lo- on her. Yeah, she yeah, looks, like, she looks Velma like both of them. And Fred. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's very funny. <laughs> she looks like Fred. <laughs> yes. Ooh, uh, I want to make sure I get a screenshot of it. So they're all
0: loudly playing bingo, and Samantha's like very intense about it. And uh, Miranda's complaining that, you know, she doesn't want to be the one to change her schedule. And Carrie's like, You know what? Well, Charlotte does her silly, like, women are more adaptable. Men aren't supposed to change. I wrote, ew, Charlotte. She and Samantha are both opposites and both the same in so many ways. Like, they're opposites about, like, sex stuff and the same about, like, old-fashioned weird ideals. Samantha's very old-fashioned in a weird way. But um, Carrie is like, you know what? Miranda's right. Like, why are women always having to change themselves? And that's when she kind of, you know, of course... Does her little rigmarole in her brain to take it back to what does this mean about Big? Which in some ways, she clearly does need more out of Big because she says a crazy thing, which is that Big has never slept a night at her place. Yeah, we, they, we don't they, know. It has to have been at least a year and a half.
1: Since they got back together? No, total. They dated for a year. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was at least
0: six months, and it's probably been another six Well, they dated
1: for a year the first time.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then they broke up, so not including that time, it's probably been another six months of them being back together. So in a year and a half of real dating, Mm -hmm.
1: he never slept at her house? No, it's crazy. And she doesn't have a key to his apartment. And she, Yeah. And then yeah, it's crazy. And then they all check in about their love lives, and Charlotte is like, "They're like, oh, you're still dating Mister Sharpay." And well, she, they're like, "You broke up with a guy because he didn't because he was uncircumcised," and she's like, And then um, a drag queen comes over and is like Samantha, and it turns out that right after dating Samantha, this it's like hockey player dude decided to become a drag queen and identifies himself. As Samantha, Samantha. <laughs> which is a funny plot line, was unfortunately too poor, poorly
0: done. <laughs> Samantha freaks out
1: because she's. I mean, I if if I the, dated someone and then they started going, if their drag queen persona was me. What's amazing is that this is a plot line
0: on Thirty Rock. This is what happens to Jenna. Jenna. But Jenna dates him. Yes. <laughs> no, that part of it is weird. The imitation part. What's it? But Samantha's like, I'm prettier than him, and it's like, why would you even? like
1: yeah no it's not cute there's no need to be threatened
0: but it's weird to have someone model the character
1: if someone was inside of me and then and then put me inside of them like as a character (laughs) i think i'd freak out yeah i would too and so big she like waits out in big's lobby here's my question big is a rich man yes 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 doorman big has a doorman we saw him walking around don't you think Mr. Big's doorman probably has a spare key that he could have let Carrie up with? Instead, Carrie waits two hours. Sometimes
0: doormen are intense, though. Like, if Big does, isn't like, you can let this woman up.
1: I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yes. There, there, well, there are many things she could do. She could have... Big is right. She could have gone to a coffee shop. But also, Big, but you could have not like, been two and a half fucking hours late. It's, what is it? Midnight? 1 a.m.? New York City. You can find somewhere. Well, they start to have a real argument, which you're kind of like...
1: Maybe this is productive, but it would have been productive if you would told him what you were really upset about. Oh, he just like, he's like, I like my bed. I like my space. I want to be in my space. And then the most ridiculous thing so happens. So silly. They're asleep and. I don't know what's
0: sillier, the event or the way she takes it. And the way he takes it. Yeah, both of them. He full like knocks her out of bed. Like fully, fully onto the hardwood ground and like he body slams her out of bed and he wakes up, turns the light on and, and she, she punches, punches him, him in the face. So he freaks out, which is maybe understandable because he doesn't even know and what's she happened. She apologizes
1: yet. for punching him, but notice how he never apologizes for knocking her never. out of bed. Cause never. I think I, I had a moment though where I was watching this and I was like, I've always wanted to punch someone in the face. <laughs> what would that feel like? I know. I have no idea either.
0: Well, She's on the floor and she's like, you knocked me out of bed. You don't even know I'm here. And it's like, well, it is ridiculous. But also maybe don't take this as the the moment. (laughs) When I was in
1: high school. Don't read into him being asleep. When I was in high school, my best friend slept over and she slept on my side of the bed. And I koala'd on top of her because (laughs) I wanted to be on my side of the bed. (laughs) And then on the cruise, Kyle and I were sleeping in his like small bed in his little cabin. Um, And the first night we slept great and we were like, we're amazing at this. And then the second night we switched sides of the bed and oh no. neither of us slept well. And we realized that we have compatible sides of the bed, but we both have like specific sides of the bed. Yep. And well, was, that's once was, you figured it out, though. Well, I sleep in like a full ball mm. like I'm like a or I'm either in like spread eagle star yeah full star or like little ball
0: i usually sleep on my side like curled up a little bit or like a little i wish you on guys side, could see us right I do. now I, yeah we're being very demonstrative <laughs> but you cannot see any it. Anyway. or i sleep like sort of on my pillow, uh, arm under. <laughs> it looks like i'm just dabbing <laughs> you look oh, like- there you go now you know I'm like kind of more on my front, but that's how I like to get comfy. And I think I, I think I'm one of those people who always ends up sleeping on my side. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this has been about how we sleep.
1: She looks so like she's dancing. Big is like, bed's all yours. I'm sleeping on the couch. And at 4 a.m., Carrie decides that she needs, that it's necessary to hold a <laughs> to dripping not. bag of ice. <laughs> what a bad over. way to wake <laughs> up. <laughs> Big's head. It's like Chinese water torture. He wakes up with
0: drips on his face. She's like, well, it's 4 a.m. And I decided we're going to argue right now. So, which is literally what she thinks in her brain. Um, She's like, I'm up. So I decided Big should be up too. And she just holds the ice the whole time. She doesn't give it to him. She to doesn't even give it to face. him. I know. It's so stupid. She's like, listen, we have to talk about this because... I should have told you this, you know, the other night wasn't just about the cigar. And he's like, no shit. It never is. And it's like, okay, well, then you can also have a conversation with her. Like, yeah, she's bad
1: at doing this, but. 1642. Great. We love a Carrie. We love a Carrie rant. A monologue. To Biggs, just like confused and sort of over it. But
0: he's at least listening and she, you know, really does say her piece. And you're like, this is, this is good, but it's less good than if you had not. Have you just brought it up in the first place? Just like be honest with your partner. And I know sometimes it takes time or sometimes in the heat of the moment when you're like emotional about something, you don't tell the truth and then it's harder to bring it up. Yeah. But like, damn. It's just like. But she does it. And I think he says at the end of it, he says, um. Physical violence is never the answer. He never has a serious...
1: But I did say at least Carrie's like self-aware that she was being ridiculous. Like she has an awareness and she is growing a little bit where she knows that she should have brought it up before. So we are, we're getting... And he hears everything she says. He doesn't like deny it. No. And then she's like, look, I'm sure there are things you don't like about me. You don't like about me. And he was like, I'm not falling for that. And she's like, the good one thing I did love about Big, he knows when to shut up basically. And... Charlotte's ready to test out her new uncircumcised honey he did it that day so she took him out for drinks and she's like did it
0: hurt and he says on a scale of one to five it was a 72 she's oh. like you poor dear why five i know i wondered that and oh because of it again his whisk later. scale oh, oh my god yes. I, we already talked about yes, that I didn't yes, even realize this. Yes.
1: um so he can't have sex for a week
0: oh because he says when they have when they are in bed oh after he says that yeah, was a yeah five, yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, but they try to kiss and he's like, ow, my penis is in so much pain. Also,
0: it's so funny. You're like, Charlotte, this guy just did this huge thing and you he wouldn't even consider having sex with him before. And now you're like, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then, they decide, obviously, he needs to go heal. So
1: Miranda's like pumping herself up for Steve to come home at 2 a.m. to like fucking bed night. She's had two cups of coffee. That's what she says, that they haven't had sex at night ever, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: And he's like, look at you. You look great. He's thrilled. She's in like a sexy little thing. And he like pushes her up against I've the door. Had five and- <laughs> cups of coffee. Crazy. And kisses her and he's so cute. And she tells him to meet her in the bedroom. Which is really only so that this plot point can happen. Because otherwise they could just make out all the way down the hall. And you know what, you guys? Steve falls asleep.
1: He's a precious little angel.
0: <laughs> but he wakes up right away and he's like... She says, um, I think you should sleep, spend the night at your place tonight, which is a very speedy
1: reaction, but also very valid. Yes. She's like, because I'd really like to catch up on my sleep and I really don't want to worry about having sex with you in the morning and then just lying there and being late.
0: <laughs> and he's like, um, we can have sex. And she's like, honestly, that is about, it's about more than this now. Well,
1: he's like, you don't want to have sex with me. She's like, No. I just don't only want to do it. This is an example of honesty. Yes. And it's like communicative and like maybe, you know, Miranda's a little overreactive. But it's for valid reasons. It comes from valid places and that's why I like root
0: for her. Mm -hmm. And he also reacts in a pretty normal way where he's like, okay, I'll go. But
1: Steve takes a lot of shit. Which is, I think, why he's so perfect. We love Steve. (laughs) God, I love him. And so he's Beautiful like, you know what, accent. when you calm down and your window of time and your planning. Like- she tells him her window has closed. Right. Which I actually kind of
0: get too. like moods are a real thing and time mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, and then sometimes you're like,
1: I really am not in the mood for that anymore. Yeah. A week later, a time we have time jumped a week oh, later wow. to show okay. it. Yes. Who is now about to have sex with. Oh,
0: yes. I just wanted to finish because you started to say the Steve quote as he leaves. He says, when you have a picture window or even a door frame. Let me know.
1: And then we cut to a week week later later. where Charlotte is having sex with her Romeo, her circumcised Romeo. He's like. And he rates it a five. He does. He also tells her before, I guess this makes me a virgin. And (laughs) And she's she's like, like, I'll go easy on you. I'll be gentle. gentle. And. And of course, and Bridget's least favorite thing about the show, I'm (laughs) not. The interviews with randos, but when the seemingly nice guy becomes a dick yeah. at the end of the episode, yeah. um, the like, something what happens. are we gonna do Saturday night? And he's like,
0: oh,
1: oh wait, you're trying to make plans.
0: And it's not that, because what he says is like, I'm not ready for some big thing. I have a new dog, and I want to take it out on a leash, you know. Which, like, fair enough. He, if, if they weren't that serious before, and if he's, you know, exploring this new thing. But what is crazy about it is that she's like, want
1: to do something together, and he's like,
0: mm, we can never see each other again.
1: <laughs> I know. I know. Well, I think that's also Charlotte. Like, Charlotte's yeah. not in it for casual. One sex. to ten. She's million. not. A- and to her, he did this for her. Which I think sh- I don't think he did. No, no he did it notice for him. How, if you notice, <laughs> if you remember, he was like, "Well, I've gotten this reaction from women before," and also when it, the scene ends with him like looking under, just to like check, admire his, new his thing circumcised out. dick. Dicks aren't that exciting to look at. No, although, yeah, big. <laughs>
0: wait sorry i d- no, no no you're perfect keep going <laughs> what did you say that i said yeah to without realizing
1: although dot dot dot
0: <laughs> yeah uh carrie's like a week yeah i changed beg into a man who Also, did do call black guys
1: last that long so beg shows long, up at her apartment with like a bl- black eye
0: oh. yeah it's healing okay his oh, yeah. face is bruised. He shows up but she's like I had to change big into a man who wouldn't call. And, and he, so he knock, shows knock, up. Knock. And he's like, "Listen, I don't I didn't give you a key because I've given five other people keys and never gotten them
1: back." Bad excuse. Um, and also he says, maybe you he need gives, like the opposite of a like romantic gesture speech, which is like, maybe I hug my bed. It's because I like my bed and I don't like that you eat oranges. And she's like, what? what? And, he's, and like, he's like, in my bed, That makes my sheets sticky. And she's like, well, I don't like your cigars. And it's like, see,
0: the one other thing he says at the very beginning is he's like, maybe you need a key to know that I'm crazy about you. And I was like whoa can we back this up two seconds you're maybe yeah and maybe if you ever told her you were crazy about her she wouldn't feel so intense about the key
1: (laughs) (laughs) she just has no she's like looks for like toothbrush heads as tokens of love is that a key and she's like we're gonna need to talk about this and he's like a negotiation and it's gonna take a long time i might have to stay here and carrie's like Huh. he's so manipulative. But then they're in bed and Carrie is, and he's smoking a cigar in her bed and she's eating oranges. And I'm like, this is disgusting. And then she says the next morning, my c- sheet salt
0: smelled like cigars and I changed them immediately. And then Miranda's it's like, the best. this just, made it, me cry. We both cried. But like, I'm, I did not expect to be crying at this show, guys. Oh,
1: just a little. Buckle oh, up, I know
0: Bridget. But my cynical self
1: was brought to a, uh, screeching halt so it's 2 a.m. and Miranda just can't sleep the one time she's alone and Steve's on a pay phone and they
0: haven't talked since the incident we know it's been a week and he calls her and he says go to your window
1: he's like I don't want to bug you
0: do me a favor go to the window now look up
1: oh my god
0: it's a blue moon
1: it's really rare just wanted you to see it it's and it's like so, a beautiful moon. So sweet. Also, <laughs> I think
0: it's really funny that she looked out the window and didn't notice the enormous
1: moon first thing. Look at his eyes. His eyes are so blue. So blue. Oh my God. They have really intimate sex. At night, and then looks in super the morning. Fun. It does. Wait. So Carrie's they both like, are dumb happy. end quote is Miranda was an hour late for work and didn't even notice. So maybe you can't change a man, but once in a blue moon, you can change a woman. silly button button um so that's the episode
0: so (laughs) steve is the best thing that's happened to this show for me not just him but because like the story and the love it brings for miranda
1: um Where's Samantha?
0: <laughs> yeah, what? We haven't seen a real storyline out of Samantha yet.
1: Yes, yesterday when she yesterday. Yesterday. Last week when she fucked the old guy. But
0: that's what I mean, a real storyline, you know?
1: Oh, I think it takes a little bit. I know. But now I'm craving it because it's so nice when it happens from, well, it hasn't, from the others. And it hasn't for Charlotte either, No, yet. That's true. And they both obviously have multiple ones. Who did you resonate with in this episode? Ooh. Um, very much Miranda. Mm-hmm. Well, it reminds I feel like me... I you are very giving with your time and, like, are quick to, like, sacrifice your own. You're sort of the yes. opposite of Miranda. Yes. Where you are, you, like, give... Schedule becomes an issue
0: because I'm so accommodating because yes. I want to spend so much time with the person, you know? Yeah, yeah like, it's hard because the person I'm dating and I, when he's here right now, like we're on very different schedules because he is like visiting home and I'm working. Yeah. So then I just want to like stay up and do things, but then I have to get up every day at the not quite 7am, but basically, you know, and so then after like a week of that, I'm like, Oh, this isn't my schedule for a reason. Yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah. But I also know there's like middle ground. Totally. As they realize. Yeah. And
1: it's different to when, when, I also think it's, like, really tricky in a new relationship when you want to spend every night with someone because you're so excited about being, like, around them. And then you have to figure out, like, boundaries. It's like sometimes you need to sleep in your bed by yourself. Absolutely. That's
0: true, I think, even in long-term relationships. I agree. I mean, it's different, of course, if you're at the point of moving in together. But I don't know. I think it's healthy to not.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Or just to have your own time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, Also, sometimes I like to starfish in the bed. (laughs) Dab it out, baby.
1: Dab it out. Who did you resonate with? I think I resonated with um, Miranda also mm-hmm. and Charlotte, but not really. Yeah. Like I didn't resonate little. with Charlotte. I just, you'd experience code yeah, with Charlotte. Somewhere. But I, I, for the first time, not the first time, but I don't think I would have responded like Carrie too big. I think I, I would, I yeah. would speak my mind a little sooner. Well, it's also a little difficult when inherently
0: some of the stuff that Carrie gets so worked up about, you're like.
1: But why?
0: Yeah. I get it though. People have different things and you know like there, there are some things I have that are like m- matter more to me than they would to somebody else, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just that so many of these for Carrie. I'm like,
1: "What? What are you doing? Honey?" Yeah. Ma- just what? Yeah. There's like Oh, I guess Samantha's plot was that she ran into herself as a drag queen. That's right. That moment. I love Can we go to drag bingo? Yeah, I hope that's a thing somewhere. Like I bet you it is. Drag brunch. Can we do that?
0: I just think the art of
1: drag is so spectacular.
0: It is. We have, well, we know so many people doing like amazing drag art in Chicago, but unfortunately that's Chicago and where we are not.
1: We're in New York.
0: We are in case, case anybody has missed that fact. Just like, just remember
1: that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Remember where we are. Um, do you think, and I think all humans are capable of change, but I do think that like this episode could happen in 2017. Yeah,
0: definitely. Most parts of it, I think. Yeah. Actually, I think all parts of it. All
1: parts of it. I think the way that... Yeah, no. Literally,
0: we all related to some part of each of them. Yeah. Except Carrie, because she's a little kooky bananas. That's true. But, yeah, I mean, because of the way she's written almost so broadly and so ridiculously at times, there's, like, always a negative something, you know? Yeah. Or, and And... I don't inherently. Again, it's like some of the individual things she does, like not telling the truth immediately when you're upset about something. Mm-hmm. Although at that point it'd been festering forever. Yeah. When she said she hated the scar instead of the women, but I get not wanting to like address hard things and yeah. then getting yourself into deep or that impulse at least, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but then when you take it in context of everything she does is like that that's when she's annoying as we just said yeah I just keep going back to that
1: as you want to call it I think we should call it yeah um are you reading writing watching anything exciting I just started reading uh The Inheritance of Loss which Mm. is
0: supposed to be amazing I'm very swept into it already
1: wait didn't I give you are you not reading a little I just
0: haven't yet because Hannah was like you have to be ready for the mindset if you want it back I'll bring it I plan to read it but
1: you can hold on to it I'm not certainly not gonna read it again yeah I'm very excited a little life
0: but it was it was funny because I was listening to, I had just gotten like 16 pages in on the train and I was listening to, um, Dear Sugar, which is Cheryl Strade's
1: As you listened, you tried to listen no, to it? No, no, no.
0: So I just had read oh. and then I was listening to it at home and she was talking about, in some of the advice she was giving, she was like, um, there's a book you should read, The Inheritance of Loss. And I was like, whoa, that's <laughs> a good oh, that's moment. Cool. Yeah.
1: That's awesome.
0: Um, Brooke, have
1: you read anything recently? Oh uh, well, I may have finished War and Peace. <gasps> As you guys recall, when we started the podcast, I also started War and Peace. Yeah. Um, and I finished it, and you guys, I cried. I was so excited. She loved it. I loved it. I also, our dear friend Dylan, took me to see the Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of eighteen twelve, which I had already seen but had not seen since Just reading War and Peace in time too. Uh, shh. Too soon. Um, but I was just like, I know what happens. I'm so invested. <laughs> 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 Natasha ends up marrying Pierre. Is that crazy? Oh my god, my friend
0: just had a baby. <gasps> oh my
1: god. That's so exciting. Ah, baby O is here. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. You guys caught it live. Oh my god.
0: Yay, Bridget. Oh. How can we find you on social media? find me at Mrs.
1: Burt Macklin on Twitter and at BridgetM37 on Instagram. Brooke? You can find me on Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman and on Instagram as Brooke Wiseman, no underscore. Um, Have a beautiful Friday weekend next week. Everything. We love you. Happy weekend. Happy August. Bye. Bye. Bye.